everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Coach Tamika, and we have sex coach Mary in the house. Hey, there. Hi. How are you? Great. You're great. Oh, I love to hear when you're great. It just makes my life so much great. <laughs> And with us again, we have Miss Katarina Rando. Hello, Kat. How are you? I'm great. Hi, my friends. Happy to be with you. So Katarina, you guys, she's a best-selling author, podcaster, and woman's business mentor who passionately serves women who are on a mission. She shows women how to be loud and proud about the value they bring in order to serve more people and make their business thrive. She also has some books, so you better get on it and get them. One is Learn to Think Differently, which was released in over 13 countries and in several languages. And she also has a woman guides to starting a giving circle and her latest book, The ABCs of Public Speaking, which quickly hit in four. Amazon bestseller categories. And she is also the founder of the Thriving Women in Business Center in San Francisco. So thank you again, Kat, for joining us for round two today. So guys, if you didn't catch our podcast with Katarina before, you better check it out because she had some great wisdom to share. And today we are going to be talking about, well, Katarina is going to tell us how to have your best year ever, 2021. Ah, I can't believe it. I was just partying like it was 1999. Now it's 2021. <laughs> like what? What? I know. I, 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 I know. I what? hear you. Now, now this might seem like a challenging year to try to make your best year yet. The thing is though, it absolutely can be. I will actually tell you that a lot of my clients had their best year yet in 2020 because they did what we're gonna talk about right now, okay? And, and, and we're all working on it for 2021 as well. Here's the first thing. Before we can create our best year yet, our best year ever, we gotta get clear on what that looks like. And that's personally and professionally in our business, in our career. And clarity is important because you cannot create a goal until you've made a decision. And in fact, a goal is a decision that has been made. And if you are indecisive, as many women are indecisive, let's be very clear. Nothing happens until you do not, you do not go out to Italian food until you decide you're going out to Italian food, okay? You could spend a week trying to figure out what kind of restaurant you're gonna go to, but you're not gonna go until you make a decision. It's very important. Nothing happens until a decision is made. And sometimes in working with women, I see that they take a, a weeks and weeks. You know, I teach a class called Thrive at Sales. Ladies gotta talk to me 10 times before they sign up. That's why they got no sales. Not because they don't know how to sell. They can't make a decision if they're gonna pick up the phone or not, okay? So uh -huh. let's be very clear. Nothing happens until a decision is made. 
clarity is key. So then once you have clarity, then you want to create a plan. But let me say something that is really helpful in deciding, making decisions in life overall, creating criterias. So for example, I've got a criteria for who gets to work with me, like a client criteria, okay? Because, and it's not just the demographics, a woman, et cetera. It's the psychographics, meaning she's gotta be positivo. She's gotta be coachable. She's gotta um, have integrity, okay? And also creating criteria for who gets to be our friend. It's now, some people might have a criteria, you know, who can drink me under the table? Okay, that's not gonna help you have your best year yet, okay? Let's just be clear. A, a, a good friend is somebody who genuinely cares. A good friend might be a good listener. I'm gonna say, again, they've gotta have integrity, right? Like just because somebody's fun to hang out with doesn't mean that they get to be your BFF. So creating criterias for your relationship. Uh, Tamika and Mary, we've had a chat about this, right? Who's worthy to date you? Not just because they're young and hot, right? They've gotta be young and hot and have integrity and, and also, you know, be considerate and be reliable. Okay, that's when I, I used to live in Italy a hundred years ago for a year. And I was dating two, you know, cause you live in, I was 19. So I'm, I'm dating two guys at the same time. And who won? The guy who was reliable, right? Reliability is a very important strat, uh, value that I have in terms of partnerships, but everybody gets to decide for themselves, okay? But the thing is that when you create a criteria, then as a result, it makes making decisions easier. So a criteria for friends, a criteria for relationships, a criteria, of course, for any uh, vendors, meaning, you know, the plumber's gotta be reliable. The, the, the handyman has to operate with integrity. The, these are, the, these are also important. The housekeeper has to do what she says she's gonna do when she says she's gonna do it, right? By the way, that's integrity. We think of integrity, uh, you know, around like uh, mostly around money, we think of integrity. But integrity is doing what you said you're gonna do when you said you're gonna do it, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I, I put it in everything as a criteria. And so the more we create criterias in our life, the more we can then upgrade those criterias. Every year we take, we reflect, hey, this was my criteria for last year's. What's my criteria for this year? And so making decisions is easier. Mm. And I wanna have everybody look at this because indecisiveness will keep you inactive. It will keep you, it will keep you sitting on your couch with Ben and Jerry's, okay? Mm -hmm. All right, because you're, and it will, it will have you watching too much TV and too much YouTube and sleeping too much because you just can't make a decision. Mm. So that's the first thing. Get clear on your criteria, get clear on what you want and then create a plan. And when you create a plan, and even if you don't know, your plan could be to figure out what your plan is gonna be, okay? Mm -hmm. But then once you even know what your first 10 steps are, create, or five steps or three steps or two steps, create some accountability in your life. 
you know, and this doesn't have to be, of course, I'm a professional coach, but it doesn't have to be a professional coach. You, you, you get together with your girlfriends now, but I, I would say two things though. Here's my criteria for somebody who's going to be accountable with you. They've got to be just as motivated as you, if not more motivated than you. And they have got to be genuinely caring about you so that they will do, and they have to have integrity, do what they said they're going to do. <coughs> On Monday, I'm starting a million step challenge with the lady that teaches my Zumba class on Monday nights. And so every Monday we got to report in and that's what accountability is. We've got to report, we've got to take a picture of our phone or of our stats mm. to show how many steps did we do in the last week, okay? That's accountability. What can you do? Put some structure in to create accountability. And it could be a structure like being a part of a class it could be with friends, but something that creates accountability and keeps you moving. That's the next thing. What do you guys think about that? I definitely agree. Um, until you get clear on what you want, you can't do anything else. You know, if you're if you want to lose weight, you got to get clear on that. You got to get clear on what that means to you. If you want to start a business, same thing. You got to set your intention, get clear about it. And I agree, criteria, accountability, all of that is needed because if you don't have that plan, you're never going to get there. So a lot of people may want to make, oh, I want to make an extra 20 grand this year. Okay, so how are you going to do that? Did you break that one big goal out into smaller steps so that you can do something that is attainable? Are you taking inspired action? What are you doing? But, you know, they, they just get the grand idea and then they just, like you said, they become indecisive. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. Not making a choice is making a choice. So Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Love that, Mary. Yes. Oh. That one, Tamika. <laughs> I'm sure you guys get mixed up probably sometimes. <laughs> yes, not making a choice is absolutely making a choice. So when we talk about accountability, when we talk about structure, what that equals is that equals creating support too. And as we know, support works. Accountability works. You know, of all the gazillion weight uh, diet programs on the planet, mm -hmm. they have there. There was a study some years back that Weight Watchers was the best because of the accountability. You know, you showed up every week, this is pre-pandemic. Yep. You showed up every week and somebody put you, you know, you had to step on the scale. Yep. Now, not that, I, I mean, I remember doing that when I was a kid and not that I like that, not that, um, but you know, but it's accountability, right? You know, you're gonna stamp, step on that scale tomorrow and that really has you put down that eclair, uh, at least the second <laughs> one today, right? Right, the second one. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and now though, now with virtual, and we could do this in pandemic lifestyle too, because uh, there is so much opportunity for people to connect virtually. So, so create your criteria, get clear, get some accountability, a structure that creates support because that keeps your party moving. You know, sometimes like I, I teach workshops all the time and sometimes a lady will come to a workshop and then um, I won't talk to her for a while and I'll say, you know, come to, come to this next workshop. And she'll say, well, Katerina, haven't I already been to that one? And I'll say, yeah, but you know what? 
you come for the boost, okay? You come for the boost. And here's a, here's a big myth that people have. You know, they think that you learn something and then like, that's all you need to do. Learning is only the first step. You got to learn it. Then you got to really learn it. Then you got to start to do it. Then you got to start to do it good. Then you got to start to do it with more ease. Then you move towards mastery. Okay. So coming to a class once, you know, whatever the class is, does not make you masterful at something. And that could be a slim down class. It could be a communication class. It could be whatever it is. So recognize that a seminar is not ongoing support, ongoing guidance. It's not accountability. It's not a structure. It's definitely not community. And it's definitely not ongoing encouragement. Yes, it's, it's good for a day. Okay. But that's why you, you want to have those structures of a class or a coach or start your own peer group or whatever it is so that you have ongoing support and ongoing guidance and accountability and a structure that has ongoing community. We've talked about this in our last podcast about the power of community. And also that comes with encouragement. So every, and again, because women are so capable, they're trying to do it on their own. No mama, you don't need to do it on your own. Get, get a couple other mamas together. And now you're gonna be thriving because you're gonna have all of those things that that keep momentum going mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. this is how you you create your best year yet and then let's say a couple more things one of the things when people are depresso i'm italian so i say depresso okay <laughs> when people are depresso is that you know people tend to isolate when they're depresso and what does that equal more depresso okay but when you go and you look at how can I help someone? Mm -hmm. This could be your neighbor that's older that maybe can't get to the store, but hopefully they're having their groceries delivered too. But they're maybe the, the, the uh, you know, I'm not I live in San Francisco, so we don't have snow, but you know, <laughs> snow out their, their driveway or, or rake their leaves or just, you know, just give them, give them a, a a ring on their doorbell and say, hey, how you doing? Do you need anything with your mask on? This is going to uplift you. And helping other people is an important way. And in fact, you know, my dad said to me when I was a kid and he was quoting Albert Einstein, he said, you know, Albert Einstein said, we're here to help people. And that's really what I believe for my life, you know? Um, you can't take anything with you. So it's not about the cars and the everything, the house, the whatever. Money. It's really about your impact on the world. And that is, if you have fam a family, of course, that's your family, but it's also beyond your family. You know, I did an event about three weeks ago. We raised in, th in three days, we raised $12,000 for deaf women in Nepal with mm. our um, philanthropy. And I was blissing that after that I wasn't expecting that I thought we would raise you know a, a couple thousand and when you have massive impact it uplifts you but not just it wasn't just me it was all the ladies were uplifted that made a contribution now helping is not just money it but but it could be that but it's also being a good listener mm 
-hmm. It's also putting Mary together with Sheila, together with Joanne, because they're all interested in the same thing, mm -hmm. you know, and saying, hey, you guys might want to get together. That is going to bliss you out. It's going to bliss them out. And so I want to encourage everybody to look at being more generous mm. in their life because generosity feels great and it will uplift your life. And again, generosity could be money, but it's also with your time. It's also, mm. like I said, talking to the elderly neighbor. It's, a, it's, it's, um, you know, last time we were together, Tamika, you know, taking, a, you gave me a compliment, giving somebody a compliment, watching their face light up. This is generosity. But guess what? They're not going to just light up. You're going to light up too. Because I don't want people just to get their goals. I want everybody to be blissing in their business, blissing in their life. And that's my theme for the year. I'm blissing in my business. I'm blissing in my body. I'm blissing it everywhere in my life. Yeah, Mary moves up. Yeah, I'm blissing in my body. That means I'm fit, I'm healthy, I have vitality, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. But everybody, everybody's life is, is different. I do encourage people to think about what is going to have you bliss in your life. And then that's what you want to create. And when we talk about goals, you know, it's important for people to make sure that their goals are their goals, mm -hmm. right? Not what your mama said, not what you society mm -hmm. says, not what the gal down the street is interested in, you know, uh, whoever the Joneses are, don't worry about them. Okay. Just think about what will bliss you out. And the more time we think about that, the more we can create that in our life. Love it. I good. Okay. Any questions, comments, revelations? Because I got one more thing to share about. I like the blessing in my life. I like that. I love that. I like the blessing of my body. Good. <laughs> yeah. My friend, that's your class. <laughs> your, no, your class is how to bliss in the bedroom. That's your class. <laughs> yeah, that, right. You know what? That is a good topic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mary, when's that class? I want to come to that workshop. <laughs> Get on it, man. Get on Soon. it, man. I actually just made the decision, which is, is funny because a lot of the things that you're suggesting to, to the uh, listeners about, you know, making a decision, nothing gets done until you decide, have a, you know, accountability. Just a few days ago, I decided that I was going to sit down and do what. I had intended on doing last year, which was, you know, write a, you know, an ebook and just start, you know, getting ahead with my business. And Tamika, of course, is who's keeping me accountable. Good. So uh, she, she, now she's giving me deadlines. It's not even like, okay, well, let me know when you're done. It's like, okay, you have till next Sunday, uh, the, yeah. the, the, you know, the 10th right. at this time and having that is you know it kind of it's keeping me more focused like okay I know on this day she's expecting this much right. um and you know I I decided I said you know what I just I just have to do it I I can't stop yeah. you know keep thinking like what if it's not good enough what if I fail what right. if you know there's so many what ifs so I just said you know what who cares I'm just gonna do it and good so Mary can we hang out there a little bit 
hang out there. Hang out here a little bit. Can I say a little bit about this? Sure, um, of course. Okay. okay, good. So here's the thing. This is for, because you know I teach women how to do workshops, how to run group programs, mm -hmm. and women think about, you know, um, well I've got to figure, I've got to go and I've got to write out my whole workshop or whatever it is. Your first one is not going to be your best one. Now that doesn't mean it's not going to be good, because Mary, you know your stuff. You got a lifetime supply of value to bring. You could do it with one eye closed and one hand tied behind your back, okay? Right. I know Tamika's gonna back me up on this, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so, so, so recognize that it's important to do the first one so that you have the experience of doing it so you can upgrade it for the next one mm -hmm. and the next one. Because the absolute truth is the more you do it, the better you get. I mean, that is so true. And then you get to the ease part, right? So here's, I'm gonna tell you, Mary, this is for you and anybody else who's listening who has this desire to do a workshop. And I know you said an ebook, but I'm, I'm turning it into a workshop because a <laughs> workshop can get you Insta clients and a workshop is in relation, you're in relationship with people, right? They're with you, okay? Mm -hmm. Rather than information, which still do the ebook, but I'm going to be your, I'm going to be your accountability person for the workshop. Okay. <laughs> is all you do is you pick a date, you pick a time, you pick a topic. We've already got that bliss in your bedroom and bing, bing. You, you, once you, once you pick a date, once you pick a time, once you pick a topic, then of course you got to put it out there. And once the first person signs up, and this is even if it's a one hour free class, once the first person signs up, you, my friend, will figure out what the, you're going to be talking about when it's time to do it. Yep. Are you with me on this? Yep. Are you backing me up on this, my I friend? I am. I'm so happy. Oh, I'm okay. so happy. <laughs> All right. So, Mary, by the way, I got a workshop on this hot topic coming up in a couple of weeks. So, okay. okay. Uh, the thing, and this is, this is, this is exactly it. Action is required. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, this is where, you know, sometimes mamas, they're researching for weeks. No, you pick a date, you pick a time, you do it. Okay. And you could even say, you could invite uh, Tamika and me and two other gals and you could say, okay, my friends, this is going to be the first one. So you could even do a, a, a starter one with people that you know, but this will support you in moving towards your mastery at it. Because the goal is not just to do stuff, the goal is to master stuff. And let's be clear what mastery is. Mastery is when you have ease at doing something, when you're blissing at doing something, and it doesn't take a lot of resource, meaning it doesn't take a lot of energy, it doesn't take a lot of time. You know, before I would go give a speech and I would have to take a nap after a half hour speech. Now I can go for three days without any preparation and bring massive value the whole time because the more you do it, the more you move towards mastery. So bing, bing. Okay, so guess what, Mary? This is related to our next and final super tip for our discussion today, which is take a risk a day. Bing, bing, bing. Take a risk a day, okay? So, so actually putting it out there, Mary, that could be your risk for today, right? Yeah. And then for 10 days from now, when you're going to do it, 
that will be your risk for that day. Inviting people to come. Anything, a risk is not jumping out of an airplane. A risk is anything that makes you uncomfortable. A risk is anything that scares you a little bit, okay? So take a risk a day. And this could be asking somebody out that you want to ask out. I did have my, uh, I told you guys I had a crush on my mailman. I did invite him to dinner and we had a lovely dinner. He's not the the love of my life, but that was a risk, right? It was kind of- Oh, nice. Yeah, it was nice. But now I have great mail. I have better postal service than I've ever had. I bet. Okay. Nobody else packages the cat right now. (laughs) All right. Okay. So, so, you know, anything that makes you uncomfortable is how you're going to get from where you are to where you want, because what we desire is outside our comfort zone, right? If you, if you want to start a business and you don't have a business, that's going to be uncomfortable. And guess what? That's outside your comfort zone. Okay. If you are apprehensive about getting back into dating. Well, guess what, my friend, you're gonna have to be willing to be uncomfortable to get the party going, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. I remember the other day I was gonna be talking with a new, I was gonna have a video chat with somebody that I uh, was talking to online because you know, I'm on on a dating app because I'm looking for the love of my life. And we were gonna have a, a video chat and yeah, I was a hell of uncomfortable before that. But you know what? You got to do it if you want to create what you want. And this is where a lot of people stop. They are not willing to be uncomfortable in their life. Mm-hmm. And you have to be, but, but, but here's the beautiful thing about being willing to be uncomfortable. Once you do it, then you start to move towards ease. And then you move towards, hopefully you move towards bliss or you move on to what, if something doesn't work, you move on to something else. Mm-hmm. So everybody take a risk a day, be willing to be uncomfortable. This will catapult your life. Great. Oh, wonderful information. Love to take a risk. You can't get anywhere without risk. Some people are just nice and complacency, but still want more, but complain and don't complain. But just don't, don't complain. complain. Take, the, take a risk. Take a risk today. Exactly. And Tamika, I know you will appreciate this. Let's just tell all the listeners. A complaint is an unstated request, okay? So don't be complaining about something because what that means is there's a request that you're not making, okay? If you say, I cannot stand that mama always shows up late. Well, guess what? That's your fault because you're not making your request that she honor your time and show up on time, Okay. So a complaint is an unstated request. And this is very important for people to begin to recognize because this allows us to be more proactive in our life versus reactive. Yes. Okay. And this, and this is for everywhere in your life. Now we've got to make a request in a way that doesn't blame shame or make people wrong. Okay. That's a whole nother topic, but the, the idea is for us to ask for what we want in a way that can still find people right. They know what we want, they know what we need. And as a result, they can choose to give it to us or not. And then we can choose whether or not we wanna still be in relationship with them or not. But complaining does not serve. Agreed. 
I love that. Complaining does not serve. Oh my God, I'm going to tweet that later. Oh God. <laughs> I love that. Complaining does not serve. It really doesn't. And it all it does is drive you crazy. Yep. Makes you not, makes people not want to be around you. Who wants to be around somebody? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. exactly. Nobody. Energy. Nobody. Nobody. Energy. Nobody. By the way, I'm going to say one thing. When the pandemic started, I said to myself, I'm going to run my life. I'm going to run my business with an attitude of uplift. Mm -hmm. And what that means is I'm going to make sure I'm uplifted every day. I'm mm -hmm. going to make sure my interactions are uplifting to the people I'm talking to. I'm not going to be complaino. I'm not going to be depresso because attitude is absolutely a choice. Mm -hmm. And in addition to everything else we've talked about, we've got to pop this in because attitude is a choice. And having an attitude of uplift, a positive attitude, this will uplift your life and support you in having your best year yet. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Kat. Oh, guys, you know, we love Kat. And again, she has given us pearls of wisdom that if you need a change and you don't know where to go and you don't know how to do it, she's giving you these, these really basic and powerful tools to follow and if you want to work with her personally if you want to get into some of her workshops if you whatever you want to do i'm telling you because her time is valuable and she is just she'll help you get to where you need to be so all of kat's information will be at the bottom of this podcast if you're watching us on youtube it will be in the show notes if you're listening to us so she will be there. You will see her on our Facebook, our Instagram, everywhere. So we will make sure that you will get a hold of Kat because her goal is like our goal for you to make sure you are living your best life, you know? So thank you all for joining us. Thank you again, Kat. We will see Katarina again. Hey, <laughs> be with you. Paige. And until then, everybody be nice to each other. Remember, there's only one race that counts and it's the human race and we're all a part of it. So God bless and see you soon. Bye.